Hey, Disney fans. This week, we're chatting with the stars of Percy Jackson and the Olympians, now streaming on Disney+. Plus. We're also taking a look back at some of our personal favorites from around the worlds of Disney over the past year and getting excited for what's to come in 2024. I'm Lisa. I'm Hunter. And this is D23 Inside Disney. Okay, wrapping the year up, Lisa. You know, as hosts of Inside Disney, we got to see and hear some pretty amazing stuff from around the worlds of Disney all year long. Lisa, what were some of your favorite Disney things that happened this year? Uh, it's this time of year that, yes, I love to reminisce. And you're right, Hunter. As hosts of this show, we really have some really amazing highlights to think about. I think for me, how could I not start with? Disney's 100th anniversary this year. I mean, the celebrations were a many. And I think for me, I really fanned out, geeked out probably by being on the studio lot the day of the anniversary. Yes. And I think taking a photo and interacting with Mickey Mouse of all days of the year at the studio lot on such a day, I was just, oh my gosh, so moved. And I felt like it was such a special moment that I'll never forget. Yeah, there's something magical about so many animators have walked this studio to be in that space for the hundredth is, I don't know, it's kind of indescribable. Yeah, totally. What about you, Hunter? There are a few things I love this year. My favorite Disney movie of the year and also, honestly, my favorite movie this year was Elemental. And we got to do some pretty cool stuff. We got to go up to Pixar and they were showing us like all the behind the scenes stuff. It just touches on so many like deep, meaningful themes that feels so nuanced and it, it does that thing that Pixar does where it takes these like universal complex concepts and presents them in a way that's just so digestible for people of any age. I told my dad, I'm like, dad, you have to watch this movie because Elemental is like, there's so many themes in it, but one of them is like reverence for your father and like he watched mm -hmm. it, he cried, I cried, you know, it's just, it, mm -hmm. I feel like it connects people. So yeah, Elemental and getting to meet the filmmakers behind that was truly special. It was such a personal story for director Peter Sohn, who we talked to. It was really moving, his particular story and how he was able to bring that to the screen. I think another movie that headed to the big screen this year that was really cool for me was The Little Mermaid, and I think it is for you too. I grew up watching the animated film, and I would sing and love the character of Ariel, and the way that Holly Bailey was able to take on that role this year, I was floored. She was incredible to meet in person. We had her part of one of our episodes and she really just embodied everything that you would think of, like the true essence of someone who is just beautiful inside and out. Like she's so delightful and her voice was insane. And I loved what she did with the role of Ariel. I really did too. I mean, there's some big expectations because that is one of the most beloved animated movies of all time. And it just, it blew those expectations out of the water. <laughs> some actors come along and you're like, you're born to play this part. And Halle Bailey yeah. was born to play that part. Actually, like the casting overall was really good. The mm. chemistry between Eric and Ariel was just so natural. And a lot of the new songs I really liked. I think there's one when she's first on land called For the First Time that's in her head. I don't want to spoil anything in case you haven't seen it. But it's like, oh, what a great addition to this story that we all know and love. One last thing I want to mention that was related to the D100 celebration and was something truly special was Once Upon a Studio. Mm -hmm. And we got to talk to the filmmakers behind that too, Trent Corey and Dan Abraham, and also Andrew Feliciano and Eric Goldberg. These are all legends of animation, and I can't believe we were in the same room as them. Right, like in the same year of the 100th anniversary of the company, what a time to be at Walt Disney Animation on the grounds interviewing these remarkable people. They're so talented, but also just 
gems of human beings, truly, the way that yeah. they're able to bring these characters all together in the way that they did in Once Upon a Studio. We witnessed it in so many different forms. We were there at Destination D23 in the room with yeah. debut to D23 fans and being able to just all together feel that moment, I think is what I love so much about you know, our movies, our series and how it can bring people together like that, because that was a really beautiful moment to be a part of. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And there was a standing ovation from the audience, which uh, I had never seen happen and I think was completely unexpected, but felt so natural. I rose to my feet. I'm like, of course, this, I'm not going to sit down for this. But the, the timing of it, it's just it's pitch perfect. And it's on Disney Plus. So you can watch it now. <laughs> well, speaking of Disney Plus. I think we got to acknowledge, right? We're talking about Percy Jackson today, and we're yes. so excited that that's on Disney Plus now for fans to enjoy. We know that there's a lot of fans of the overall franchise about this in particular, and we're excited that that's going to go into the new year. But what about you, Hunter? Speaking of the new year, what are you looking forward to in 2024? The biggest thing I'm looking forward to is D23, the ultimate Disney fan event. I'm sitting here in the D23 headquarters right now, and I keep hearing all this chatter around the office of all these amazing things that they're going to do to make next year's even bigger and better. And it sounds awesome. In past years, they've had it at the Anaheim Convention Center. Now they're having it there, and they're having it at all these other locations, too. The, the Honda Center, it's like a whole takeover of Anaheim. There's going to be stuff at Disneyland, too. As a true Disney fan, even if I didn't work for D23, this would be an event that I would like have to attend. It sounds so awesome. We're really, really making the ultimate stand out in the ultimate Disney fan event. I'm right there with you. I am so excited and I cannot wait. So I would say for me though, I am looking forward to Mufasa, the Lion King, which is hitting theaters December, 2024. We talked to Don Hahn at Destination D23 and I geeked out because I grew up on The Lion King. It's literally my first movie memory. Like I remember vividly being in the movie theater, loving The Lion King and to really see where this franchise has gone and specifically this movie next year with Mufasa. What a character, iconic, iconic character. I cannot wait to see that movie on the big screen. I don't think there's ever been a more wise character in all of storytelling. <laughs> I can't wait to see more backstory about Mufasa. I know. I'm so excited. Well, speaking of wise things, we're talking about Greek mythology, Percy Jackson. Lisa, did you like Greek mythology as a kid? Did you maybe have a favorite Greek god or, or goddess? I'd have to say Disney really did a great intro <laughs> with Hercules. I mean, who put the glad in gladiator? Hercules. Hercules? Yeah. So I honestly, that was like my intro to any sort of Greek mythology as a kid. And I mean, he's a demigod, but I do love Hercules. And I do remember though, as a kid, I loved baby Pegasus. Oh my gosh. If I could find that baby Pegasus toy, goodness gracious. But I digress. That is my intro to Greek mythology. But what about you, Hunter? Baby Pegasus is so cute. I was also going to say Hercules. <laughs> I And I remember in like, I think a lot of us in high school had to read mythology, and I was just fascinated by these stories. Honey, you mean Huncules, you know? It's fantastic. Okay, well, all of this talk of Greek mythology, I got to bring it back to Percy Jackson and the Olympians, because this series is now streaming on Disney+, Plus, as we know. And there's probably no one better to tell us about it than it stars Walker Scoble, Leah Sava Jeffries, and Arian Samadri. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having Hi. us. Thank you for having us. Hi. We're happy to have you here. Were any of you into Greek mythology growing up? 
Well, I was into Greek mythology because I was in the Percy Jackson yeah. since I was in third grade. At one point, I was very into it. I was trying to convince my friends at school in third grade that I was Percy Jackson since, like, a block away from the hospital I was born at, there was a Poseidon statue. So I printed out a picture at home and I brought it to school and I showed everybody that I was the son of Poseidon because I was born next to a, a Poseidon statue. Well, for me, Percy Jackson is what got me into Greek mythology, mm -hmm. which is also why I'm so excited that we get to, you know, kind of adapt this series and like maybe show it to people who didn't get the chance to experience the books. Because Greek mythology is awesome. Like there's so, yeah. like it tells stories about things that happen to everyone, things that are very universally true. like the deepest parts of people, as our acting coach would say. Mm -hmm. And I'm just glad that we get to kind of bring in new people into this like incredible world. I love that. So for all of you, what happened the moment you heard you were cast in the series? Walker, let's start with you. The moment I heard I was cast in the series, well, I was on a Zoom call with John, uh, John Steinberg and Dan Schatz. And as far as I knew, we were just having a little interview. We were talking to each other. And then Rick and Becky joined and told me I got the part. I freaked out a little bit in the moment. And then after that, I kind of just like, I don't know, it doesn't really set in until a couple of days, you know what I mean? And then you're <laughs> sitting there trying to go to bed and you can't because you're thinking about it and, yeah. and you realize that it's actually happening, you know? Oh, I love that. Leah, what about you? Well, me, I definitely was not in a place that you would expect me to be in. I was coming home from school, actually. I just wanted to get some stuff, like just go shopping for no reason. But like, I have like this big shopping addiction. So <laughs> usually my parents would say something like, mm, no. But this time my mother was like, yeah, get whatever you want, girl, and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, something's wrong. I didn't think that there was anybody in the car until when I come out the store and my auntie and my cousin are in the back of the car and I'm like, what the heck? Like, it was so crazy. I was like super shocked. My mom was like, okay, we have to get on the phone call. I'm like, okay, cool. So I get on the phone call. My two managers and my agency was on there. They're like, hi, Leah. I was like, hey, guys. <laughs> and then, like, they're all starting to, like, pull up their phones to record. And I'm like, what is going on here? They told me, they were like, remember that one part that you did called something, something? I was like, yeah. And then I was like, what about it? They were like, yeah, you didn't get the part. I was like, <laughs> Well, thank you. I mean, like, that was crazy. I was so confused why they were recording that. Then they were like, but, you know, Percy Jackson? I was like, yeah. And then they were like, well, you got the part. I was super grateful. I was so excited and so happy. But, like, 20 minutes later, I just went blank. Like, it didn't hit me until I was filming, if that makes sense. Mm. What a moment. <laughs> what about you, Ariane? I was actually with my friend when I got the news. She was telling me about some like drama that was going on in her school. And my mom, you know, kicks in the door and she's like, everyone stop talking. I have important news. My manager's on the other line. And he was like, all right, I'm gonna give you some news, good or bad, you're just gonna have to accept it. And I was like, oh, why would you say that? <laughs> and I'd been preparing for this moment for like weeks since the chemistry read. And I was like, okay, yeah, fine. Whatever happens, I'll just accept it. And he's like, you got the role. And I made him repeat it, I think, a few more times because I thought he was joking for whatever reason. And after that, from what I can remember, it was a lot of screaming. And it was one of the best days of my life. And I completely agree. You don't 
realize that it isn't a joke until you wake up like a month later in Vancouver and you're like, I'm, this is like real. This isn't mm-hmm. like a dream. It's cool. It sounds like a literal dream come true for all of you. A hundred percent. Yeah. You both kind of talked about it a little bit about what the books meant to you and how you experienced them. And then obviously now you're in the show. I mean, Leah, you want to add into that maybe about how if you read the books or you experienced the books and then now how you are a part of this show. I started reading it when I was in fifth grade. Before I got the part, I wrote an essay about it because I read the book again. Then I read it when I was filming and now I'm rereading it again. After doing like my first self tape, I think for Percy Jackson, like, and I was at school, seventh grade, I think. One of my friends was reading Percy Jackson. She's like, it's really good. And I was like, really? And I thought she was like, not stalking me, but I thought she was stalking <laughs> me. And like, it was so crazy. Cause she's like, yeah, it's about Percy Jackson. It's so good. I've heard some things about it. I think I've read it back then. And then, like, I'm trying not to seem like I just did, like, a whole full self-tape about it. The craziest thing happened. She was like, bro, this girl Annabeth in there, she's good. And I was like, are you watching me or something? And she said it so perfectly, too. And I'm like, never mind. And I just forgot about it. And I feel like right there, that was my sign. Because then Percy Jackson started showing up everywhere. Those all sound like big signs. I I would read into those too. That's awesome. (laughs) Walker, you had to act and interact with the series visual effects, right? What what was that like? It's hard not to laugh, if I'm being honest, because you feel kind of silly standing there screaming in terror at a man in a a skin-tight gray suit holding a minotaur (laughs) head. (laughs) But our acting coach, Andrew, really helped us with that. He would show us pictures of what the monster is supposed to look like and try to scare us, I guess, in that kind of mood, you know? I love that movie magic. Leah, in the trailer, your character, you're wearing armor. You're taking on a beast, like your own in this beast. (laughs) Did you have to learn elaborate action sequences or what was that process like? Yes, so actually a month before we started filming, we did all these stunt training and sword training. So that really prepared us for what was going to come in the trailer. I actually was super surprised when I watched it and I saw that happen. Like it was so quick too, but like it was a lot happening in that like millisecond of that part. But that was definitely like my most exciting part though. They're having you do some pretty epic stuff and it really shows. Ariane, where do you even begin training to play a satyr? With a two hour long session breaking down how a goat's foot looks, they brought in like a movie movement coach, Rod Francham, one of the coolest people I've ever met. And he kind of sat me down and we talked about how like a goat never stumbles backwards and never kind of trips over itself. It's always very sure of its footing. And there was this long, well, while they were learning how to, you know, pop on wires and like fight the minotaur and sword work. I was learning how to walk like a goat and he kind of helped me that that physicality really helped like you know me be able to play Grover because he's a very skittish character by nature Mm -hmm. so that low posture that wide stance it really does fit him you all are full of stories and really cool moments it sounds like but if you could pinpoint a moment each of you that made you as a fan or an actor really go wow could you tell us one moment I mean, just the Ares fight. I feel like that's what you're going to say. Sorry, but everything, the choreography, the stunt team was mm-hmm. incredible. Like you couldn't have asked. It. 
yeah, you couldn't have asked for a better stunt team. Eli, the stunt head, had this beautiful fight choreographed, and everything about it was perfect. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with Ari, and I think the Ares fight was like, and how they did the sunset was what I think made the volume stage so amazing, was that they took the beach that we were at, and then they went to like Iceland or something, and they, mm-hmm. wow. and they wow. took the night sky, and they just like turned the brightness up. Oh, wow. And they just Seriously? pasted it over. Yeah. I did not know that. It's from huh. a completely different, like, country or, you know what I mean? It's oh crazy. For that Aries fight, well, they usually do it for the volume stage, but mm-hmm. on the camera, they would have, like, that the little googly eye looking yeah, thing. Yeah, the trackers. And then that way, when you move the camera, the volume stage moves as well with you. Mm-hmm. That oh, yeah, was like, super helps, cool. like, the perspective of the camera. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you three are epic. This show is epic. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Thank, thank you. you for having thank us. Thank you for having us. It was a lot of fun. Yes, thank you. So earlier I mentioned people being born to play parts. These three seem born to play these parts. Those first few episodes of Percy Jackson, this show is so good, Lisa. <laughs> it is. I, I can't wait for the rest of the show to come out. And it's time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend presented by State Farm. For complete details, visit d23.com. Remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're here now to tell you that Percy Jackson and the Olympians episode three is now streaming on Disney+. To catch you up, Percy is tasked with the quest to return Zeus's stolen master bolt to stop a war between the gods. Choosing Annabeth and Grover as his questmates, they set off to retrieve it from the underworld. Enemies derail their journey before it's barely begun, and the three seek refuge from a stranger that could pose even more of a dangerous threat. Ooh, where is this journey going to go? I can't wait, Hunter. I can't wait either. Well, here's something cool. BTS Monuments Beyond the Star. The first four episodes are now streaming on Disney+, Plus, featuring never-before-seen interviews, performances, and BTS moments with BTS. BTS Monuments Beyond the Star is an eight-part docuseries that takes audiences on an in-depth journey across the band's 10-year career. Huh? I didn't know that they've been around for that long. These guys are awesome. Highlighting both their highs and lows for the first time ever in a captivating docuseries format. Stay tuned for the final four episodes in the coming weeks. Lisa, this is something about me. I love things where it's like you're going to get to see this band performing live on screen and it feels like you're right there with them. I, Ever since I was a kid, I would always go see those kind of like concert movies. You're right, Hunter. I used to love all that behind the scenes stuff, too. I promise you, I really would. I would check it all out and it would always help fill in the questions of like, what is really happening? Or you know what? Another question that I'm thinking of right now, what if? Hmm. So what if season two, all episodes will be streaming on Disney plus starting December 30th In season two of this Marvel studio series, the watcher who I love the voice of, which is voiced by Jeffrey Wright continues the journey as our guide through the vast multiverse, introducing brand new and familiar faces throughout the Marvel cinematic universe. The animated anthology series questions, revisits, and twists classic MCU moments with an incredible voice cast that includes a host of stars reprising their iconic roles. I really do love this series, Hunter. It really is able to do so much that you clearly could never even imagine and just Mm -hmm. get you prepared and excited for all the possibilities in the MCU. Yeah, it's a really unique look at, at Marvel. And what if we talked about two more fantastic things? Next up, the year countdown to 2024. It's going to be on Sunday, December 31st, New Year's Eve at 7 p.m. on ABC. 
So new this year to ABC News' The Year franchise is a special one-hour event, The Year Countdown to 2024, on New Year's Eve. Disney legend Robin Roberts from Good Morning America conjures up the best moments of 2023 and takes out her own crystal ball to look ahead to 2024. Kind of like what we're doing right now, Lisa. We're looking back at 2023 and getting excited for 2024. I'm, I'm excited to watch this. Me too. And to keep the New Year's festivities going, we got to go with a classic like Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest, which will air Sunday, December 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern Pacific Time on ABC. Make sure to check your local listings. I love this every year, and I can't wait to check it out this year. I watch it every New Year's Eve. Lisa, I hope you have a great New Year's. And everyone listening, I hope you have a great New Year's. Thanks so much for supporting us throughout the year and looking forward to 2024. Hunter, happy New Year to you too. And yes, to you Disney fans, where would we be without you? We are fans ourselves, and we're so excited that we get to share all these magical moments with you. We can't wait for even more fun in 2024. So thank you so much for listening to D23 Inside Disney in 2023. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. If you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back soon with more fantastic guests on an all new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.